Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Time for how to when we address the sorts of decisions we don't take every day. Today it's how to become a mature student. Orla Stafford is mature student officer at DCU. Afternoon, Orla. Afternoon. It's great to be here. Uh, I suppose the first question is how do we define mature student? A mature student is somebody who is 23 on the 1st of January of the year of entry to their programme. So if somebody wants to come in to be a mature student this year for September, they would have to be 23 on the 1st of January 2023. Right. OK, so that's not that old, really, probably. No, no. And in fact, some other some um, colleges will have different entry requirements, so they may have a different entry age. So we always would say to check in with the college to make sure that you're aware of the age requirement for a mature student. Yeah. And would you would it tend to be 23 year olds or maybe people a bit older than that? The average at the moment, I can speak for DCU, would be about 45. So yeah. it, they, 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 the range really does go from 23 all the way all the way up. And we have somebody at the moment who's just finishing and he's 67. So right. it, it goes all the way up. OK. And does it be the difference between men and women or is that pretty equal? At the moment, it's pretty equal. Some years it can it can it can change, but really, on programs is where we would see the differences. Um, nursing would still tend to be more women, although we definitely do have men. And um, but I do see with the sciences that we have a lot more women nowadays coming in, which is great. Yeah. Okay. So so if you're a mature student, it, 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 in general terms, is it easier to get into whatever course you're looking for uh, once you know you're 23 it's, or over? Okay. It's it's a different entry route. Mm. Um. All the colleges would have places that they reserve for mature students because they really do value mature students coming in because they they bring a, a, a difference um, they they bring you know a, a different balance into the classroom so they want to have them in so ten percent is what they would would normally reserve to get in then you would be still looking at some academic requirement but usually what we're looking at something called RPL which is recognition of prior learning. Now, people often say, what is that? Um, it basically is, it's it's everything that uh, you've have learned in your life post formal education. So uh, that could be your, your scouting, volunteering. That could be your Order of Malta. That could be work experience. That could be your volunteering um, with maybe Meals on Wheels. Anything like that that you have done that has made, that has helped you to come towards this decision to return to education is prior learning. Okay, so that's interesting because say the traditional CAO, it's it's almost like computer says no or yes, you know, depending on how many points you have. But in this scenario, there must be real life people looking at this and going, this person would suit this course. Absolutely. So the, you're going to be applying to the CAO as everybody does coming, coming into full-time education. But you are going to then select the mature student section and that has a very different set of questions for you. The CAO very kindly provide a sample for mature students. So if anybody is interested in looking at that and what a form would look like, you can go onto the CAO website and have a look at what you're going to be asked as a mature student. And you'll see that it does mention academic record. It does ask you to give what qualifications, your last qualifications. And that's so that we have an idea of where you stopped your formal education, what, what you were at. Mm. But then, very importantly, it asks you about something called your personal statement, which is looking to see what has what have you learned in your life to bring you to want to go to education and if anybody was looking for a a tip on what we are looking for with that we're looking for 
like what why this course why why now we're looking for what has you have you done in your life what has brought you to this place and then very importantly what are you going to do with it afterwards so that we can make sure that your aspirations for a career are matched to what we're going to actually be doing in this degree or mm. your course and so, though even so even though it's a CAO course who, who makes the, who will read the, those re- you know the, oh, uh, yeah. those reasons is it each individual college will read it yep uh, they'll, they'll, once you send, send your form to CAO the CAO then sent all of the information to the different colleges and based on your personal statement and what information you've given on the form and whatever you've sent to CAO they will then shortlist you and you will usually be selected for an interview in DCU you're interviewed other colleges don't interview Um, if you are looking to do nursing or teaching you may have some additional steps for nursing I always say to people go straight to nursingcareers.ie and they lay it all out very clearly for how you become a mature student nurse Mm. So do you necessarily have to have a leave insert at all? Not at all. I would have a lot of students who don't have have leaving certificate, but who perhaps have realised that if they want to come in to study in DCU for a particular requirement, say in maths, they will have to study that subject on its own in leaving certificate. So in the year prior to entry, they will sit down and do the, the leaving certificate, go back to their old school, a lot of them, and say, can I sit it here and take the maths requirement? Yeah, so I I, I would imagine or something similar might apply to, say, nursing. Or can you apply for medicine? Can you, you know, say I want to be a doctor? You can. It's slightly different as well for for that. But you you can you can do that. But there is going there are going to be some academic requirements for that. Mm. So again, for any of those programs that are very specific, you're going to have to go straight to the college website and have a look at the mature entry requirements. Right. Okay. But you can apply theoretically. At least you yes. can apply for any course. Any course. Not yeah. Right. But it doesn't mean because you're mature, you're definitely going to get it. Absolutely. You still you still have to you go through another application process. It's not based on your academic record, but your academic record is somewhere in the mix of the decision making. Yeah, okay. So, and and if you haven't done a degree before, is this like, you know, a primary degree then and then it's, you know, you're paying the kind of three grand or so uh, fee that people would normally pay? Mature students have to pay the student contribution charge like every student in Ireland. If they are able to get the SUSE grant and that, that might be paid for them, if it's your first degree, it is it's usually free. But again, we would always say to check with the fees office in the, your college of choice to make sure that any of the courses you've done prior to entry haven't disqualified you for that. Yeah. Sometimes people have done one year on a degree and then for various reasons have had to leave. And sometimes they have to pay some of the fees. Yeah. And so if it but if it isn't your first degree, then you're kind of paying full whack. That's sometimes that you, could be sizable. Could abs- it? Oh, could be. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For some people, they will have to pay that. Um, but what we always say is, again, that's why we're te- we tell people to check in with the fees department because there is something called second chance education, um, where if your degree has timed out and it's been a number of years between your first degree and your second, you can qualify again for under the free fee scheme. So right. you get another chance. And they do that because sometimes when people were leaving school you know, decades ago, 20 years ago, we didn't have the options that we have now. And perhaps that was the only one available to them, maybe for transport reasons, for finance. So now this gives them the option to go back and study their passion. Yeah. Now, you said, like, t- generally speaking, 10% of the places are reserved for mature students. Is, is that taken up? 
depends on the course, really. Mm. Um, for psychology in DCU, I can speak for DCU, definitely we, we would have all of the places taken up. But for some of the courses that would have the heavier lecture hours, like, say, um, engineering, we wouldn't always have all of the places filled because it can be difficult to balance college life and family life. And if you're in 39 hours, it, it can be a, a little d- difficult. So the availability for people who can do that can be a little bit less. Yeah. So sometimes those places go go empty. Because I would imagine also there'd be a concern about uh, for mature students that, you know, they're the oldest person in the room and, mm-hmm. you know, who brought their dad along kind of attitude might be there. Absolutely. I think that's... If I had a euro for every time a mature student, <laughs> a mature student asks me that. In fact, I was only asked it this morning. I, I What I would say to you is that a lot of mature students on campus, when, when they're walking around campus they kind of are a little bit invisible because people can sometimes think that they're members of staff. Mm. So you don't actually acknowledge the amount of mature students that are on campus. But generally, you're not going to be the only one in your class. Sometimes they're, they're, you may be, but university and college life is very different to school life. It is very diverse. We have a huge mix of people, of cultures, nationalities. And that's what makes the melting pot of your lectures so interesting is that you are you are getting to meet so many different people. So it's a concern people definitely do have when they come in. But very quickly, they realise they're just another student. They're just another type of student in there. Mm, yeah. And is it I mean, is it part of your job or to give them a bit more support? Because mm-hmm. whereas most of, the, most of the people doing any particular course have just come straight from uh, academia in, in at second level, it's been a hell of a long time for most mature students since they've done that kind of thing. Do they get a bit of a help mm-hmm. kind of getting back into that groove again? Because it must be difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's quite daunting. Like It's very exciting time to be given your offer, but very quickly there is that fear of, oh, how am I going to actually do this? I have to sit, da- sit down now and do it. So there's one thing I always say to mature students is that there's a huge amount of support out there. So if you have any of those concerns, every department, every college has a mature student office in various departments. So contact your mature student officer and ask them about the supports. And you will be surprised by just the amount that is out there. For example, in in DCU, we have something called a Head Start programme. So once you get your offer and then you accept your CAO offer, I contact you and tell you about the Head Start programme and send you a link. You then can go on and complete six online courses that answered the questions that most of our mature students have. So we cover topics like um, identifying your strengths because a lot of mature students tend to play those down. It's just, oh, I'm just good at that. But mm. is that good? We look at transferable skills. Again, something that's so valuable and people just tend to ignore it. Um, we look at how you learn in university. Uh, very, the One of the most popular courses we have is the academic writing where we, we take you through how you write an assignment. We give you a sample assignment. We have staff there who help you to structure it, talk to you about it. You research it. We go to the library. You learn how modern research skills, and then we give you some feedback on the end. You look at um, maths refresher course because um, again, maths. I think a lot of people are nervous about their math skills. Yes. <laughs> so if if you are nervous about that, you can take a maths refresher course, and that's a one to one. So you're sitting with a tutor saying, "Okay, I think your area of weakness is here," and then they direct you to the maths learning centre, and you attend that every single week if you want. So there's a huge range of supports out there. We have student advisors in DCU who are available to meet with students and help them and sit with them and work through any challenges or any concerns or any questions that they might have. So I would always say to students, if you are coming in, you're feeling like that, 
just reach out and ask somebody because there's a huge range of supports. Mm. Why is it good that there are mature students? Because I suppose, you know, there may be there may be parents or, or leaving cert students listen to us right now saying it's hard enough to get into the course I want to get into, except like, you know, there's going to be a load of crinklies in the queue ahead of me. Um, well, the, the I'll have to tell them you call them quickly. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> the mature, mature students bring a um, they bring a freshness, a difference to to the the, the class discussions. Mm. They've got a different experience, different knowledge. They're coming at it from a different angle. So all of that being brought in and working together, it really does prepare students then for leaving a more rounded student because they're going into a work environment where they're going to be encountering differences. They're not all, all going to be carbon copies of yourself. So being able to work and learn with people like that of different ages, different backgrounds, it, it really does help students in, in their learning. Yeah. And mature students are, the lecturers love mature students because mature students are, you know, they're time poor. So they, they, they want their questions answered. So they, mature, the mature students challenge the lecturers and lecturers enjoy that. Uh, Mike uh, says, I'd like to do something, but it is a very complicated process to access for a mature student. Any advice? It doesn't sound that complicated the way you described it, though. It's just the CAO process like it used it to is, be. It is. It's a yeah. CAO process. I would, what I always say is research is going to be your key there. So go onto the websites of the various colleges that you're interested in. Have a look at the requirements. Get a pen and paper out. Look at each of the different courses, the different requirements for each of the colleges, and you'll start to see similarities and go from there. Yeah. Uh, there were a few mature students in our nursing degree class years ago. I had huge respect for them, mainly women in their 40s and 50s who were juggling families and households as well as coursework and placements. And I'm sure we drove them mad as annoying 18 to 22 year olds living our best lives and scraping through uh, after sessions of the tear. Uh, well, that's probably uh, uh, totally right. Though that person does touch on a point in the sense that it might be, as you said, the average age is kind of mid 40s, but there's still, you know, there's still home life and family life. The kids might be a bit older and helping them manage their time uh, might be quite a challenge, really, I would have thought. Absolutely. Time management. They're, they are. They're time poor. But that's one of the transferable skills is this isn't new to them. Managing their time and family life isn't new. You just have to now make time to be a student. So we give them hints and tips on sitting your family down and saying, OK, this is happening. Let's, you know, get a frozen pizzas or, you know, take away, sit down and say, OK, mommy and daddy is not going to be available as much now. So we have to make room in the schedules to study. I have to make room to be a mm. student because we spend so much time trying to be a student. Sometimes you get caught up in forgetting to actually integrate being a student into family life. And because it's it's a full, you know, we should stress that, you know, it's a full time course as it is for everyone else, depending on the Absolutely. subject, I suppose, that the... the the lectures vary. The amount of yeah, you might have vary. different contact yeah. hours, but it's definitely yes. It, there's no dispensations made for mature students. They're treated like every other every other student. Yeah, and they 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 tend to actually graduate with with a higher degree than the general student body because they they are they you know they're because they're less hungover. That's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, James in Cork says, "I'm in year four of a research master's degree at 54 years old. It's great, but there are a lot of little nuances that are not easy. Academic writing is not easy to learn if never." done before. Research degrees are on a sole learning basis and can be a trawl. And there is very little assistance for fees, uh, says James. Now, actually, on that point, does everything you've said, does that apply to a postgraduate degree? Can you can you go into a postgraduate degree as a, as a mature student? Well, postgraduate studies, we don't tend to talk about mature students there because we're considered that everybody would be over Mature anyway, yeah, anyway. So we don't tend to consider that. But I would advise that, that listener there to, to reach out to his college, his supervisor, his 
academic staff and, and to see what supports are there for the academic writing because it is hard to, to get into the swing of it again. Mm. And there are tips and tricks and techniques but once you get those and you get those down that they work really well like for example we have people who would struggle with referencing and once they get a a handle on a programme called Satiro with our library service their referencing flows much easier and it it means then that they have a wealth of information built up for when they come to their final project So say like if if you had say you did a degree like decades ago and you fancy going back um, uh, to university to do a master's like James did but it's it's the same set of entry criteria, if like, as as it is for twenty three year olds trying to do the same. Absolutely, thing yeah. You'll be page. applying through something called the PAC system, yeah. PAC. So it's a different system for postgraduate entry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a forty seven year old who made a last ditch attempt to realise my dreams. I sat the GAMSAT exam. Uh, for entrance to graduate medicine. I passed the exam and got into UL graduate medicine. Anything is possible. Stay curious. Uh, says Paula uh, and someone else says mature students uh, bring up the work of students and raise the game I love to see them in my lectures they have a lifetime of experience and give the students a sense of the real world they are fantastic students they absolutely are I Which love is, working with them because they, they challenge lectures and they challenge me as well to keep yeah. you on your toes OK Orla thanks a million for coming Thank in to you. us uh, to, tell, to share all that with us that was all our Stafford there she's a mature student officer at DCU Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.